The Breakdown with Bethany is a mom.com podcast. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, and welcome back to The Breakdown with Bethany. I'm Bethany Ron Silva, and today my guests are Emily Donato and Christina Garcia, who are BFFs and co-founders of the skincare brand Covey. We're going to be talking all things working with your best friend and how they got Covey off the ground and maybe even some parenting and NYC sprinkled in. We know that's one of my favorite topics, so definitely check it out. It's nice to meet you, Bethany. Oh, likewise. I'm 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 getting to learn more and more about the brand and it's looking it looks so fantastic. I have so many questions. Um, but I and Emily, I I I'm familiar with you. Obviously, you're a very big time model. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but Christina, I saw when I just checked you out on Instagram, I saw Tribeca Mom, and I completely <laughs> was like, I'm a Chelsea mom. Like I'm just one neighborhood of town. So I'm like, I get it, I get it, I love it. We're gonna have a, yes. a, a really great conversation, but we're really here to talk talk about Covey. And when I was looking up, um, looking up the brand and doing a little bit of research, I really fell in love with the name and how, and, and what it, what it represents. And I think it's sort of, I want, I want to hear from you guys, but of course it represents the skincare brand and your business. But like, what I think of like, I'm so entrenched in motherhood media. So I'm like, oh, it kind of has a little bit, <laughs> of course I like made that correlation, but please tell me about Covey, the, how the inspiration for the name and this amazing skincare line came about. Yeah, I think I can start with the name. So Covey is a real word and it means a small flock of birds. Um, when Christine and I were starting Covey, you know, her and I are best friends. We launched with three products and we saw that as a little group. We see ourselves as a little group and we also see our Covey community or our Covey flock as a group. So we were looking for words around group, togetherness, friendship, um, and Covey came up and I just love that word. Um, and we ran with it. And I just really think it's been a wonderful representation of who we are, what our products represent, and what we want um, our community to be. So that's background on the name. Christina, do you want to take away on where the origin of Covey? Yeah, happy to. So I mean, the origin of Covey goes all the way back, Bethany, to like our first friend official trip, which was, I don't know, maybe like seven or eight years ago now. So Emily and I met through our husbands and we decided to do a trip to Iceland together. That was, you know, like kind of the first big step in like our adult friendship. And at the time, you know, that was when Korean skincare routines were at their height. It was like 12 plus steps. Also, it was like the harsher, the better, like peel your skin off. So Emily and I just like really bonded over the fact that we would get ready every single day together. And we were using like so many products. And Emily's like, I don't know, in my industry as a model, everyone's telling me more is more. So like, I'm doing that. And I'm like, well, I'm over here, like as a, you know, a working professional. And I'm like, I can't do like 10 steps every single day like this is just crazy and both of our skin was really like suffering for it as well just like using all these products and using all these really harsh products so for her and I like it was it was a mutual real pain point in our lives so that's why we decided 
to solve that. And, you know, through Emily's social platforms, we did a lot of social listening. We did a lot of research through things like Google Trends and looking at what people were searching around skincare routines, what were their pain points and saw that clearly this is an issue. So I think it's really interesting because there is so much of a focus now, especially post pandemic around skin minimalism and simplicity and ease. And so many brands are kind of trying to back into that. But we kind of saw that happening. And that's the exact foundation of Covey is to create these easy, ready to go routines that you can use every single day because they're really gentle for your skin. Yeah, I think that's really important because I have never, ever been able to commit to a skincare routine beyond like three steps. It's just, yeah. I think some people love it and they and they really embrace that as maybe like part of their self-care, but then there's the rest of us that just like cannot do it. It's too much. It's too much. So I was happy to see that your, your signature system is just three steps. Is that right? Yeah, yes, that's, that's right. correct. Yeah. Right, we'll, so we yeah, launched with... Yeah, so we launched with our original routine. And so that consists of our consists of our first of all cleanser, next up vitamin C serum, and last but not least, moisturizer. And we developed Covey. Uh, we have a co-founding dermatologist. She was my personal dermatologist and then became Emily, became Emily's Dr. Julie Rusak to really understand what are those essential products that you should be using every single day that are really going to make the biggest difference in your skin. And, you know, our first of all cleanser, that's really been a runaway success for us. It's won three beauty awards in style, pop sugar and Harper's bazaar. Um, so that's kind of like, basically we always envisioned this as like the modern cool millennial version of proactive. Emily and I grew up on like the Clinique three steps system um, at some point before like things started just spiraling out of control. So that's really what we wanted to do with our original core three-step routine. I love that. And so I've talked to a few other incredible women like Rosario Dawson and um, Angela Kinsey about going into business with like a BFF, right? Um, Angela Kinsey famously has this podcast and like a book with Jenna Fisher from The Office and Rosario Dawson went into business, actually like a ready to drink, you know, liquor business with a friend. And um, I'm always just so curious about that dynamic because we know like, you know, relationships are, you know, can like sort of like, (laughs) right, like like, I don't know. It's not very delicate. It's very delicate. Like, and yeah, I, yeah. I talked to someone the other day about who, someone who went, who was in a startup with their husband and it, it was working for them. And obviously it seems like it's working for you guys, but can you tell us a little bit about that? Like yeah. the ups and downs, how you guys are navigating, staying friends and also running a business? Yeah. I mean, I think with Christina and I, when we started Covey, we always told ourselves and reminded ourselves we are friends first. And we always put our friendship first. Um, and Christina and I are just so connected. We can literally read each other's minds. And luckily we're pretty much always aligned on like every single topic, decision, whatever is happening. We're just very aligned in terms of our values, what's important, what's important for the business, what's important for our personal lives. And, you know, for both of us, there's multiple times where we'll be like, listen, I'm saying this as your friend right now, not your business partner. Or then we'll be like, I'm saying this as your business partner and not your friend. We are very easily able to like feel like separated and be kind of pragmatic about things. Um, so I'm always proud of ourselves for that. Um, but I think in general, I mean, Christina and I also have such a large agenda of things to talk about from personal things to our children, to our business. At, we usually have some sort of agenda that hits all of these bullets so that we can hit it all. But I think communication is key and just reminding yourselves that your friends first, business partner second, 
Um, and just being really open and honest about everything that you can, because at the end of the day, we're on the same side and want the exact same thing. So I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. That's I hope, awesome. Do you think that is correct, Christina? I don't know if you have anything to add, but that's my yeah. take. Yeah. A hundred percent. She's yeah. like, nothing to add. Listen, <laughs> you nailed it. Um, I, I, from my perspective, just from, you know, the little, like the, the little bit of research that I've done, it seems like Covey was sort of like born out of like, it was almost like a side hustle. You know, Christina, you mentioned that you work, a, you work, you know, a nine to five, Emily, you're, you do the modeling and, and of course you're both moms. So it's sort of like, it seems like this passion project that became, that sort of like blew up. And I love to see that with moms because I think it's it, something that I actually talk about a lot is like, you know, you're supposed to side hustle. What's the passion project that sort of like feeds all the other stuff. Is that accurate to, to describe this? I think that I would say that that is accurate. Like Christina and I both gave everything that we possibly could outside of like, you know, Christina had a full-time job. I was still modeling at the time. So yeah. we were giving everything that we could. And, you know, at the time, I remember when we first launched Cubby, we were packing and shipping everything from my apartment yeah. in New York City and dragging oh God, everything to USPS on the weekends, driving everything to USPS ourselves. And we did that on purpose though, because I think her and I both knew that like most startups fail. We were like, we want to really make this successful, but we have to be realistic about it. So we started small. We were like, we don't know what this launch is going to be like. We don't know how many people are going to buy our products. Luckily, a lot of people did buy our products and continue to buy our products, which allowed us to not have to ship everything from our apartment and buy label makers and be doing all that ourselves. Um, so we've evolved from there, but yes, in the beginning, it was a passion project for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like, I think, I mean, the bigger thing is that I think my biggest learning has been that I never thought that I would ever have the capacity when we first started Covey to manage Covey and also a full-time job and then becoming a mom. That was a, also a huge mm -hmm. thing in mind. Oh, okay. Well then how am I going to do two jobs plus like manage being a mom? And I think, you know, a lot of that, frankly, I think does have to do with society, not necessarily like being as comfortable with women being multifaceted. Whereas when you think about men, like it's very common to be like, oh, well he works full time, but like he also sits on this board and he also like does this and he also does that. But like a lot of times, like when it comes to women, people are like, we, we can't be like an influencer, like, and have a full-time job. Like you can't be like, you know, an influencer and a businesswoman too. Like I do find that it's sometimes a little bit like, more uh stereotyping of women to be like you have one track maybe two tracks or like that's it or like how could you be like a mom and work full-time and have like a second job so that's my you know sometimes my perception of things and that would be my advice to many women is that like do the side hustle do the passion project don't let anyone tell you like what your capacity is or what you can and can't handle I love that. Actually, and I'm not going to ask you how you guys balance it all because I refuse to even go into that because we get asked that far too much. And I would, when you were talking, Christina, about like, you know, this, he, the men will sit on. I'm like, my husband works full time. He's a first responder. He does a very like important job at crazy hours, but he also makes time to be on this softball league. That's like, feels like, I mean, so and it just kind of just goes to show like, men will make time for like the things that they're passionate for totally. passionate about. Totally. And I think that it's so important for women to give themselves that permission to do the same. And when you guys were also talking about kind of the Covey starting up and like, just like that grind of, you know, packaging everything, labeling everything, I would love to know what advice you have for 
women entrepreneurs who are just starting out? Are there any mistakes that you guys made that you would love for them to avoid or just, just general advice? I mean, I think going off of what I was saying earlier, you know, Christina and I were packing things ourselves in an apartment and doing a lot of it ourselves is to start small. I think when people think you have to start a business, what people think when you start a business, you need a million experts or you need agencies or you need lots of employees, like start very, very small and build your business slowly and let it grow slowly. Because when you take on a million partners or employees or whatever it might be, it changes it. And it it puts a lot of pressure on you as a founder or as an entrepreneur. So I think that would be my piece of advice. And Christina and I, whenever we go back and look back at Cubby's history, we're like, we did that when it was just me and you, like some of our best accomplishments and most exciting moments where it was like her and I just grinding by ourselves. So you'd be surprised how much you can do and accomplish um, on your own and start there before you um, cast a net too wide. Yeah. I mean, I agree hundred percent with Emily. Just stay as lean as you can for as long as you can. Obviously, you know, it depends on the runway of the business and, and things like that. Um, and then I also think, you know, I would say the biggest learning, stick with your gut. I mean, I think the one helpful thing about having a co-founder um, is that we really, when when you have someone else to be like, you know what, like, this is what I think, like, this is my gut. Like, I don't think that's right. Like, you have someone to kind of, like, support you on that, too. I think it's a lot tougher if you're an individual founder because so many people will come in with, like, opinions and thoughts and like what they think. And so I think, you know, if you're the founder of a business, it's always important like to, if you have a gut feeling about something to just stick with that. Yeah. And when you guys also mentioned, you know, in those early days, those are some of like the best times. And um, I hear a lot of people talk about that. Like, it's like kind of like that, that climb that like, Mm -hmm. you know, like really just kind of like driving you to the next step, the next step. But I mean, Covey is obviously like wildly successful right now. So are you guys, how are you sort of relishing in that success? How are you taking that all in? And then um, what's, I would love to know what's next for the brand of his products. If it's like, you know, what's, what, what's next? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say how we relish in it. I was like, I feel like as a business owner and co-founders, we have to kind of force ourselves to stop and be like, look what we did. Look what we accomplished. Because anyone who has a business, you know, that you're kind of just off to the next fire that you need to put out. And it takes a lot of effort to be like, but we just did this. Like, this is really amazing. So we always celebrate and find our moments together, whether it's like going to dinner or like, just, I mean, we just talk on for hours on FaceTime at night as well. Um, but yeah, it's like in small micro moments, I would say. And then Christina, I'll let you take on like, what's next for the business. Yeah. I, I think that is true. Like Emily and I have to constantly do that for each other. We're like, okay, we should just take a minute and like sit down and like reflect on this or yes. like reflect on the fact that we like, just like we've won five awards now between our you know, seven products, which is pretty incredible. I think, you know, in terms of what's next for the brand, I think that we're kind of really, I would say that we're in like assessment mode, you know, we've kind of built out a nice, um, a nice portfolio at this point. And I think we're really kind of clicking into what's really like working well, what's maybe not working as well, and kind of using that to figure out um, what is the best direction for the for what's the best next step and and best direction moving forward. 
Got it. And just to switch gears to motherhood a little bit, um, mm-hmm. Emily, I know you said you were in New York City. Are you still in New York City? I am actually in Westchester County now, so I'm about 40 minutes outside the city. Okay. I mean, I, you know, Westchester, that's that's still pretty close. Yes. I was I was born and raised in Manhattan. So I'm very like uh like just like into the whole New York motherhood. and I would love to know just your experience like it really is like no other place um so I I would love to talk if you have any thoughts around you know like raising kids I mean I know you're in Westchester but I yeah you know but like what has been the experience so far of you know being being in New York and raising your children yeah I mean I had my daughter in New York City and I was there for her first you know 10 11 months of life And then now I'm out in the suburbs and I've had my second child and I'm out here. Um, My advice on it, I mean, I feel like there's pros and cons to both. And Christina and I always talk about this too. Like when they're little, you can throw them in the stroller and get around easily. My daughter was over that pretty early on in her life, luckily. So now that we're in the suburbs, we have a yard, she can run around, more space and a house. There's just like pros and cons to both. But then sometimes I just miss like a weekend in the city where we can like bop around and go to a restaurant and go to a bookstore and like do that so easily versus getting in the car. It's just a totally different experience. But what I will say about the suburbs in general and where we are now, there's great community there, which I think is wonderful for children. And um, I really like that. And being able to easily get outside is really nice. Yeah, I Christina, you know, we did talk about a little bit before. I mean, you have it right in your IG profile, like Tribeca mom. And I knew immediately kind of what that meant. So do you, what, what does being a, a New York mom mean to you? I mean, I think being a New York mom to me is like, uh, I would say that, I would say what what is nice is that the majority of, I think from the community perspective, you know, I'm a working mom and a lot of the moms out here, like working moms, I would say that like, you know, it's not like I'm like, oh my gosh, my kid is like the only one with like a nanny, for instance. I'm like the majority of kids here, like all have like nannies. And I would say that like that I grew up in the suburbs as well. And I think that that's something that like I do find comfort in. And to Emily's point, like I said, we've had a lot of conversations around this, like the convenience it provides now is incredible. I mean, our building in particular is across the street from a community center. There's like four different parks within like a mile radius. I have a 10 minute commute to where I work. So like I right now, at least in life, am taking full advantage of probably all the things that people say are advantageous about Mm -hmm. raising a child in the city. But, um, you know, who, who knows, because at the end of the day, both my husband and I, you know, we're raising the burps. So, you know, yeah, we'll we'll have to see what the cards hold. Christina's in the city. I'm in the suburbs, but no matter what, on a rainy day, we're calling each other. Like, what the heck are you doing with your kid today? What do we do? Like we're so true. (laughs) We're in the same boat. It's like one in the same. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's wild. I mean, I always say like, you know, motherhood is like the ultimate equalizer and you know, it really just is like such a unifier. Um, And so I love that. And then I want to talk also, Emily, you did the wild thing of having two under two. Um, That's wild. Yeah, it was wild. wild. And how's it going? How's it going? Um, You know what? It's good. Like, I feel like 
in the moment and Christina knows it was tough. Like I do not enjoy being pregnant. Uh, Mental, spiritual, emotional health goes downhill when I am pregnant, unfortunately. So it was difficult. I I don't, I want to just interrupt you there because I'm really glad that you said that because I didn't enjoy it either. And we don't have to dive too deeply into that. But I think the fact that you are saying that and saying it just, just women need to hear that because it's not a pleasant experience for a lot of us. I'm sorry to interrupt, but no, no. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Oftentimes people are, are surprised when I say that because most people are like, I love it. It's amazing. It's a blessing. And it is all of those things, but it also can be dark and heavy and lethargic and many things. Um, but having two under two is good. Like, I feel like I'm just very much in the baby phase in our household. There are just multiple diaper changing stations in all corners of the house. Um, and we're just like in the thick of it, but I have lots of help here and just watching them interact because they're both so little. So like watching them discover each other has been a real delight, but I think that's the case no matter what with siblings, like sibling relationship is, is adorable. So yeah, it's, it's it's fun. My kids are three and a half years apart. And actually for the nice. first my for the first six months, my older son just did not acknowledge his baby brother. And now they're 11 and seven and I have to like pull them off each other to like get yeah. anything done. So it's, it's, it's really cool. And I really do thank you both so much for, you know, talking with me, sharing your business journey, a little bit about motherhood. Um, if people want to connect with you or connect, find Covey products, where can they go and do that? Yep. You can go to CoveySkin.com or just at Covey on Instagram. And I'm at Emily Donato on Instagram and Christina. Yeah. And I'm at CU Garcia on Instagram. I think. Yes. Yeah. At CU Garcia. Mm-hmm. I know we, we always have to like remind ourselves, right? Like what are our Instagram handles? I'm like, what is it? But thank you so much for having us, Bethany. I mean, it's such a pleasure. And I think like to the point that Emily made, like, you know, it's so important to have conversations about everything from business to motherhood for like the journeys that women are on and kind of like sharing stories and perspectives and feel that that's, you know, so important and core to Covey is obviously because of who Emily and I are. So we appreciate it. Yeah, it was my pleasure. Thank you both so much. 